0: American than Gonza guys. That's correct. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, I don't think we've ever had a 4th of July Epidose. No, I think we've we uh, gone on sabbatical a lot of times during
1: this time of year.
0: But uh, July 4th is on a Saturday, which means that we actually are able to release an Epidose right before that date. Yeah, it might be one of the few holidays we actually hit on the, on the button. So. Yeah. Yeah, so I am celebrating America today with uh, Mezcal Tequila.
1: Um, I, yeah, I am celebrating thus far with a Revolver Brewing Company, Blood and Honey American Ale. That's right. Which, which is pretty good, and just for fun, it was it, the brewing company is on Matlock Road. So, on
0: Padlock Road?
1: Matlock. And, oh. Um, Andy Griffith.
0: Man, we are just gonna... We're gonna piss Stars and Stripes and crap. Uh, Under? Yeah, sure. The battle Hymn of the Republic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh... So, we are celebrating America. We're celebrating this beautiful country. We're celebrating, um the wonderful movies this country has produced.
1: Uh, that's... I... I question that classification. But. Oh, so... The southern gentleman decides to bring up a notion of a, an objection. Bring me a mint julep and throw this movie away.
0: <laughs> Go get Buford. That old hound dog likes me when I drink my
1: mint julep. <laughs> Mmm. from my bolo tie. Sit outside and sweat. Oh, tis the day! <laughs> All, right, I All right, that's enough. Of, All right, stop that's here. enough of Gonzo Gentleman Hour.
0: Yeah, Gonzo Gentleman. But that was back in the day. Nowadays, he just goes through uh, Doctor Detroit's Taco Shack and <laughs> <laughs> okay, calls I'll it I... a Dunzo. <laughs> Are we gonna dust off that on <laughs> I don't know. I'm feeling nostalgic. <laughs> no, oh, wait.
1: No. Am I. I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't
1: mean to do that. <laughs> Would you like some chicken? <laughs> I can shred it for you still. I still have my glove. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Dr. De- <laughs> so. I'm sorry, sad trombone. Did we piss you off? <laughs>
0: Well, we are we, we are celebrating, and, and we're going to celebrate with a fine American movie. Um, I guess it was my pick. Hey, no, no, no. Yes, this is your pick. You own this. I have to own this. Um, it felt like we were running through a pretty good number of, uh, of, of actually entertaining movies. Uh, so I decided to mix it up a little bit and just throw just... something out there that I know would be absolutely terrible.
1: We were cruising down the highway, watchable bad movies, and he steered us into the bridge embankment. That's right. Now you might be wondering,
0: oh, is it a Chris Farley movie? No, no, very, much. very close though.
1: <laughs> I, I'll question that as well. But moving well, on.
0: No, in in terms of body type.
1: Oh, yeah, well, true. And also, there's a um, one of the people in it was somewhat buddies with him. So. Oh
0: God, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I could start. Su- you know, uh, we could just talk about the Chris Farley documentary that's coming out. That looks like uh-huh. it's gonna be very sad. Yes. <laughs> okay. So well, then we might as well talk this movie because it is also very sad. <laughs> For different reasons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, so the movie, the movie I picked. Um,
1: yeah. Let's,
0: let's what is this fine film? So uh, I scoured the nets, and it was not on the internet. I don't know why. It's a I, hard to track down. I'll say that. I scoured Amazon because they usually hit no. They don't have it, and I'm not going to eBay anymore. I, I'm done with that.
1: Yeah, they're a ripoff.
0: Although earlier this week I saw somebody on eBay selling a uh, build-your own Tom Servo or T robot kits.
1: That'd be tempting.
0: If for 150 bucks you could build Tom Servo, it's not bad. I. That's what I'm saying. So. There are some gems on there, but obviously I did not take the, the Nesty Sponge on that one. So um, the movie I did pick, uh, I found at a flea market, which um, I'm excited about for this. Uh, most boy, what's more American than that? But we'll get to that later on because we need it in this guy on a high note. But uh, I found this I found this little gem uh, starring a, a wonderful comedian from the '90s. Uh, I love you
1: dusted off the old term. <laughs> and, yes.
0: yes. It's a it's not a it's, she's not a hero, she's a hero He's, she's a heroine. Heroine. So, yeah. so but um no, okay. Uh I'm 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 done I I'm I'm skirting the issue here, even though I never seen a word <laughs> skirt. Take your medicine. Yes. So. Alright. I got Backfield in Motion starring Roseanne Arnold. Yep. Uh, co starring husband Tom Arnold. Also co starring.
1: Uh... Who? Johnny Galecki. Alright, you're going to need to help me out on that one. Johnny Galecki played Roseanne's... One of Roseanne's daughter's boyfriends. Uh, wow. On, uh, on Roseanne, that's what part of the reason he was probably in this movie. And he is currently plays Leonard on The Big Bang Theory. Oh, wow! So,
0: already, this movie just stepped up a notch for me. <laughs>
1: Uh, so yeah, they, they dealt heavily into the cast. Roseanne. It was probably also during the time that Tom Arnold was on Roseanne.
0: So uh, this shows, without beyond a shadow of a doubt, uh, that I never watched Roseanne growing up. Uh, I did not watch
1: any of it. Roseanne actually is pretty good. It is. It is pretty good. I I, I I'm not like a huge fan of Roseanne are Arnold Roseanne without any last name as like a Canadian but the show is pretty well done there's some that are awful there's some seasons that aren't so good and they may very well be the Tom Arnold ones and the ending was batshit crazy the way they ended the show but oh there's some genuinely good bits in that show
0: oh uh, the other
1: thing um, is that uh, Colleen Camp was in this movie too oh yeah I just got a uh, i I'll plug them there's a lovely magazine for those of you out there who like weird film. It's called Shock Cinema, and it's, it comes out roughly quarterly. Um, but uh, Google that, and they do interviews with those actors like Colleen Camp and uh, M.C. Gain- McGaney, I'm messing up his name, but he, uh, all those kind of, hey, I know that guy from that movie, and I know this <laughs> guy from that movie. Uh, and this guy go, tracks them down, and interviews them, and then it also has a whole bunch of reviews of grindhouse movies, <clears throat> exploitation movies, and weird movies, and foreign movies, uh, shock cinema. So huh. Plug them. And uh, I got one as a gift because they sell it in Barnes Noble sometimes. And uh, I actually went online and I PayPal the guy some money, and I get it every. I've had, been getting it for two or three years. Get about four a year.
0: Oh. Oh, here. Let me make
1: a note of that really quick. All right, okay. got it. He's doing '80s computer genius work, where they just mash the keyboard and they hack the CIA mainframe.
0: No, don't say hack CIA. Now we are bugged.
1: Oh, well, I'm sure they will be kept up. Johnny.
0: <laughs> so Johnny Galecki was
1: the is the main love interest in the Big Bang Theory, then, right? He's the main. He's kind of the main straight man character who the the hot girl next door kind of falls for her, so.
0: wow he I, I i i i'm i i guess he's a much better actor today than what he was in this movie then right oh, no, he's he
1: was a much better actor on roseanne than he is in this movie <laughs> oh wow all, so, all right so um and i will blame the source material on his acting in this because he actually is fairly capable
0: so. i i'd imagine so but this oh
1: yeah i have some issues with his story in this movie Oh, and I'm trying. I was just. Try- I was pondering in the back of my mind. thus the silence? Who he was in Roseanne, and he is not. She had two daughters in the sitcom. She had Becky and Darlene. Darlene was the younger one, who was Sarah Gilbert. Sarah Gilbert, Melissa. Mostly- no, Sarah Gilbert is her name. Who also had a recurring role on Big Bang Theory, because I. Huh. Um, but she. I think she kind of co-hosts one of those View shows now. But, um, she was Darlene, and this was her boyfriend. Not Mark. David. David. That's what it's character. Mark David Chapman. No. Her older sister, Becky, dated Mark, and Mark's younger brother was David, and David dated Darlene. And they all kind of... They came from dysfunctional families and ended up living with Roseanne's family, and then she was dating them, and they had lots of frank discussions about safe sex. Oh, God. If you didn't notice in this movie, Roseanne does get some political agenda type stuff in. Oh, this movie? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, as far as she obviously has a political viewpoint about women being,
0: I but. I don't know if this is her driving it. I think it was just a vehicle for her to say, "Hey, you know." I I yeah, feel like some, I, there's some Roseanne on this. Yeah, but. But, but I mean, like I know Roseanne. I mean, I've seen the uh, you've seen the wow. I'm reaching out. So for those of you who actually who actually listen to this podcast, Rod, you're also probably the kind of people who watch the Norm Macdonald live video podcast on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and because of that, I am referencing him and the episode he had when he interviewed Roseanne Barr and just how nutty she actually ends up being. Not, not as in, like, politics left-right she stuff, not, but as in, like, as in, like, tinfoil hat. Oh, my God, she actually leaves that stuff.
1: No, no, she, she is kind of off the deep end a little bit. Yeah. So Not, not, not like, politically active off the deep end. She's just kind of crazy. She ran for president. She didn't run for president.
0: She's like she was like the late two thousands, early two thousands version of Donald Trump. Where she just says Batsy shit and then
1: somehow runs for president. Well, I mean Yeah. She is um I don't know what she's she's every now and then she pops up with a little something here or there. She might have been on Celebrity Apprentice at some point, speaking of Donald Trump. Uh she was on the
0: um comics the the comic right. version of uh last comic standing yeah uh, yeah that makes sense. she was on that um yeah so she's had some work uh but this uh movie was made in 91 which is in the middle of her heyday
1: yeah i mean her show did i mean despite uh mike not watching it it did draw in huge ratings and it was on for a long time um and there's a lot of drama and stuff with her set but this was her heyday this is right after and they pointed out, obviously, right after she notoriously sang the national anthem. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Really? Well, and and we'll we'll get to that scene.
1: Um, but uh, anyway, so backfield in motion. You go ahead and you you dive into this turkey.
0: So, um, so it starts up, and I'm like, "Conchata,
1: what? I don't even know what that means." Oh, conchata. That is the. That was the other larger lady, who didn't get to play the football team right away. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And she ends up. She, that lady went on to become the maid on Two and a Half Men. She's Roberta. I've seen her. Ha ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um.
0: So they well, but that's a. They're they're driving in the car. They're heading out of out of Los Angeles, and they the picture. This movie paints a picture that as soon as you get ten miles outside of uh, Los Angeles, you're in the wilderness. Um. <laughs> And that's a little insane.
1: Well, and I didn't really quite know where they were supposed to have gone,
0: but uh, he said
1: something about. I think about it's
0: California. like a fake town in California or something.
1: It supposedly was five hundred miles away, so it, it could have been a desert, but maybe not. It looked a lot like California to me,
0: but. yeah. So um, they're moving, but somehow they fit all their stuff that they had in a convertible. And was able to move in one shot with
1: that, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Which is kind of conspicuous. Anyway, so um, she pulls into suburbia. Pretty much, it's not like the wilderness, but it's like the one cul-de-sac to rule them, rule them all.
1: So I think they've used it in movies before. It's definitely like a lot movie lot or TV lot cul-de-sac. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah.
1: it's then, very, it's weird. It's comedy, and then.
0: Colleen, Camp, Colleen Camp's in the house, which she's a, she is a B actress like no other. She somehow, like, gets in all these different movies.
1: She she's she's in a lot of stuff. She is a, a B movie actress, but she is kind of that, hey, I know that actress. I've seen her in this. So she gets into some A-level movies. But I know. Um, yeah, you'd know her if you saw her, and you're like, oh, I know that lady. And you would be like, do you know it's Colleen Camp? And you'd be like, no so you know that's who she gets. was in police academy 2 their first
0: assignment yes she was she, she was, was. in daryl which is an amazing movie oh
1: god Darryl. you remember daryl i do remember daryl that's the has an acronym for something oh crap little robot kid right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. not uh, like not the little little angel something over there no small wonder yeah, thank. you. Damn, you are on fire tonight, sir. I watch a lot of TV, and I can unlock it sometimes. Uh, no, Daryl was a movie, and the kid had a mop top like every kid did during that time frame, and he was a robot. Craig, uh, Colleen Camp got done
0: with Backfield in Emotion, which oh, IMDb says it was a TV movie.
1: Yeah, TV um, yeah, movie.
0: And he went. She went straight into Wayne's World, so she's she's. Yeah.
1: She was in Wayne's Earl. She's, yep.
0: she's a hard worker. They give, give her credit. Anyway. She,
1: she gets regular work, so, you know. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so she heads up the group of uh,
1: of mothers that live on the cul-de-sac. And they all bring tuna casserole. At the
0: same fucking time. That was a little too
1: much. She's kind of Stepford-wise-y at the beginning.
0: It very much <laughs> is so. Like a comedic Stepford-wise. That was actually well, in my notes.
1: <laughs> it was going to be that weird for a little bit, but I was not uh, rewarded for that wondering so the kid uh who is who looks all angsty and
0: stuff because he didn't want to move out of la uh, um he 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 gets sent to school and he's late and he's like the cool kid because he's the one wearing the earring and no one else is and and then we see uh tom arnold out of the blue show up out of nowhere and he's like he's like the boy's vice principal and i'm I'm wondering he's like why is there a boys and girls vice principal? Why isn't there just a vice principal?
1: If it didn't look like California, I would have thought they were in Utah.
0: Yeah.
1: That's so, like, kind of like the idea like they moved to like a small town in Utah or something.
0: And of course, Tom Ono's like, go tell him I was late. And then he
1: walks in there. I'm the cool boys vice principal. Yeah. So yeah.
0: He, sh- he shows up in class, right? And he waves, and then everybody just kind of stares at his earring, like, boing, whoops.
1: His <laughs> earring of a hand, for some reason. Yeah. Why, but...
0: So meanwhile, while well, that's happening, they're all, okay, so they're all starting a new life because they're, his dad, Roseanne's husband, died. Um, I think he offed himself, but that's just me
1: wishing more pain on Roseanne. For they, just you, they just tell you they tell you he's dead they don't really tell you at some point they revealed that it was a drug driver they killed him but that's not important no it isn't well I, I only when
0: you're ready for that dramatic uppercut to the face of yeah, abortion oh god at
1: <laughs> yeah I mean the term ham-fisted gets thrown around a lot yeah
0: you'd figure Roseanne would have eaten it by now <laughs> <laughs> you just
1: just swinging for the fences. Um, That's
0: right. Well, the, it, it's baseball in America tonight, so I'm celebrating America.
1: Um, so, I'm trying to. She oh.
0: gets a job as a real estate agent.
1: Yeah, she's rolling in for this it, some kind of national real estate company because they knew she was coming. So, um, she's a real estate agent. I'm just. Oh, you know, before we go too far in this, I was chewing up clips for this. <laughs> and, you, you must have got to it before was did. Hey, yo! Whoa! If I, one time I'm without my slide whistle. I left it in the other <laughs> studio. Um, studio B. Studio B. Um, so I'm, you know, queuing it up, and the credits come up in this fake neighborhood, whatever. <laughs> the executive producer of this film. Ooh,
0: I did not pay attention to that.
1: You shouldn't have. No one should. Um, it just happened to pause there is Shelley Duvall. Um, she's the lady that was Olive Oil, wasn't she? Yeah. Olive Oil. She was in The Shining. She was Jack Nicholson's wife. She is related to Robert Duval in some capacity. I One
0: would imagine, since they sound like they have the last name.
1: But um, she's the executive producer, and I thought perhaps it was just a name shared by someone. I looked it up, and it is her. So she produced this. Executive produced this. She put money into this. That is strange. But anyway, uh, the complete that was a complete aside in tangent. Um, uh, so Roseanne is a freaking real estate agent. The cows are all close together because all of her neighbors keep waving at her through the window, which is just fucking creepy. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, and it's somewhere early on in the movie. They give you the hint that they're occasionally going to speed up things with funny music. Do you remember that little number? She's cutting the, she's trimming the hedges, and they're like, and she cuts the whole bush down. Um, I don't know if this is recording me. I can't hear Mike. Um, If he's talking, uh, it's probably filling the void. I cannot hear You. you. Technical difficulties, folks. If you're hearing this.
0: Hello? 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 I can hear you now. God damn it. It, You know what happened? What's that? Uh, Roseanne heard me and then came in here and tried to eat me.
1: Wait, no, that's not what happened.
0: (laughs) All right, so...
1: No, <laughs> it was know, a
0: technical to... difficulty on my end.
1: Gonzo diff- technical difficulty. Anyway, Shelley Duvall executive produces piece of crap, and there are sections in this movie where uh, they go into fast forward mode, which is actually yeah.
0: So that's what I was asking because I didn't know if you could hear me either. So I was I, like, I, I can hear you, but um, I, I brought that up,
1: and I was curious to your thoughts if you what you thought of the like when she's trimming the hedges and several other spots in the movie.
0: Well, they, uh, like... the thing that set out was all the dudes
1: in the neighborhood were like eyeballing her, like, what's she doing? She's trying to trim her head, and she's a lady. Hey, let me just... Here, we can get a little... You can tell... I would say you need to see this, but you can tell by the sound effects, so... Everybody's cleaning their, like, two-foot-long. Hang on. Anyway, I don't know if it's coming through. Wow.
0: That last part sounds exactly like Roseanne screaming.
1: Hey, let's just back up a second, double check it. There we go. Again, they're cleaning their two foot lawn. And I thought there was silly music here. That might be later. But there is a left sound effect. She's trimming. Yeah. Yeah, they just, right. Fair it enough. It kind of
0: sounds like Roseanne. Fair point. So uh, I put it in my notes that it was s- stepper dads, because they're all moan at the same time. Oh, you? They're all weed whack They all have, like,
1: very miniscule.
0: Oh, so I... Yeah, I also said... They have no damn lawnmower because they have no damn lawns. <laughs> I mean, you could
1: weed. They re- they literally could
0: weed whack their whole lawn because it's like nothing. Oh man, that's depressing, is what that is. Yeah. So, um, the moms show up again with the Stepberg Jacket Club.
1: Ugh. Oh yeah, and they show up and they're like, oh, let's come in here and talk about how all the boys in the junior, how big the junior high football team is." Oh, God, for God. some reason. Everybody cares about the junior high not the varsity team. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Which is really weird. You don't even see people over junior high age in the town and I don't know why I didn't just go with high school. You could have bought I could have bought that a little easier than junior freaking high. Uh,
0: I stopped at Priestess of Love
1: or Boink Your Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I have a question. So you know I'm watching the lead into this movie which had so many like production companies and announcement pages it was almost like a joke but they say it's turner family movie it's got a family rating there's quite a few little innuendos and sex jokes which i will give them credit for but yeah she's like i left the priestess of love and she talks about boink how to boink your man and i was like i don't know i mean it's like we watched a christian movie i don't know if they'd stand for that kind of filthy language and then
0: and then what is the mascot of the school The Devil. Devil everything.
1: Devil everything. Including deviled eggs. Well, you know, technically this is probably a subversive film that's anti-Christian. One
0: would think that. Now, whether or not they executed it correctly.
1: Well, and on top of that, she is in a town where all the women are kind of mousy and bow to their husbands and male children. And she encourages them to be uh, not uh, doormats. So,
0: yeah. Well, that that's where we start, right? Um, so, um, counter-sex,
1: too many pineapples, dough. Oh yeah. She's, well, that pineapple thing happened later. She um, the big dr- the little dr- big drama thing. in is like they have every year they have a father son football game or fathers versus sons football game. I should say. Yeah, and, because that makes sense. I've never that, once in my life have heard of that. I was gonna say, if you, I was gonna ask you. It's like, have you ever heard of that? Father-son's football. It, like so it's not father and son football game. I've heard of those. It's where, like you and, and, I, and 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 it's tackle. Yeah, it's not like flag. Father-son flag football game. It's like father-son. People are gonna get hurt. Football game. I and, mean, why? I don't why. So that there's a reason it doesn't have it. So they have that. And, you know, John, uh, Johnny Galecki. Roseanne's kid's... Well, his name is Tim. I'm, God, I can't believe it. Yeah! So, Tim... Uh, Tim's, like, at school, and like, yeah, the father-son game's great, blah, 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 And he's like, I don't have a dad. You know, yeah. drama. Um, Give me back my day, yet And then he's home and he's all depressed because, you know, his dad's dead. And... Um, you know, he tries, his mom tries to talk to him, and he, like, turns up the, you know, the rebellious MTV that he's got going. Oh. Um, and it should be noted, any pop music that showed up in this movie was either a cover or a uh, knockoff. Because mm-hmm. they can't afford that. But, um, so... Thanks, Shelly Duvall. Yeah, thanks, Shelly Duvall. You had money. Uh, and... <laughs> Uh, so he's all upset because of that. And so his mom's like, oh, he's upset because his dad's dead. And he the father-son football game, blah, 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 blah. So they have the big meeting where all the wives are going to do bake sales. And all the men are going to play football. And blah, 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 And
0: the condescending head football coach. And the
1: condescending football coach who's kind of like the obligatory women in the kitchen, men out front, blah, blah. And so Roseanne comes in late. And they're like, oh, they're like, are you going to do the bake sale? And she's like, no, I don't bake. And they're like, oh, so what do you want? And he's like, well, she's like, I want to play football. And then they're like, you can't play football. You'll get hurt. Imagine that guy falling on you. And she's like, no, well, how about a mother's versus son's football game, which is obviously much more plausible. Yeah, I mean, why haven't they done it yet? I mean, there's that's not a bunch of junior high boys attacking their mothers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing weird about that. Um and so they're like, she goes to the principal, and she's like, well, if you don't do it, then I'm going to have to file a lawsuit on sexual discrimination. And, uh, so they go to the principal's office, and, oh, it should be you known that Tom Arnold, the, the boys' vice principal, doesn't like the head coach because he broke his leg in high school and uh, cost them the county championship or something stupid, and he yeah. used to play USC, blah, 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 blah.
0: Oh, and he used it as an excuse why that never amounted to nothing.
1: yeah and so um but the whole catch is like all right lady we'll do it because we don't get sued and um you have but you only have two weeks and if you can't feel a team full of moms you're you know that's it you can't sue us um and so the moms are very mousy and obviously aren't going to do it right away and, but she has a little Hawaiian luau fundraiser thing, which, you know, whatever.
0: Which blew my mind because their backyard patio is on this gorgeous overlook ke- view clip thing. I'm like, what kind of place is that?
1: Thanks on me, like the her house is enormous. She's yeah. got it's a it's a great house. Like remember that? It's very um, early '90s decked out. It's '90. We're talking about '91 here, so that's a lot of. Yeah. Rumors. There's a lot of 91 in this movie. Yes. Um, But uh, so that's how
0: that's how much each of Roseanne's arms
1: weigh. (laughs) He just keeps swinging. And uh, so she has the part and um, the lady who's on Two and a Half Men now. She's the insurance salesman for the town, and she kind of like subverts all of her moves to try to talk the women into playing football. Yeah. And she keeps doing it by calling away and asking her to refill stuff and ask, you know, trying to, under the guys being nice. And so the big screw you thing that Roseanne does, she's like, could you just go in and chop a couple pineapples I had on the counter in there? And uh, that's where I'm like, too many pineapples, though. And that's like the wah, wah. Uh, she goes in and there's like 50 pineapples on the counter. So... Which and, is odd, anyway.
0: And right around this time is when the love story between Tom Arnold and Roseanne started up.
1: It is. Uh, it is
0: one of the most god awful on-screen romances I've ever seen in my
1: life. Yeah, the whole the whole thing is she's like you used to play football, and you don't like that coach. You should. She doesn't successfully round up a small handful of them who she's. They're like, yeah, I'm tired of my son and my husband not respecting me. You know, and so she's like great and so she has like four or five people and they can they make it obvious that they don't know how to do anything with the football and so she's like you should coach us and with Mr. Tun- um, he's like i have to think about it blah blah, blah, blah. well and i put that i, I always wonder
0: i was like man when those two are on the screen i think they're just ad-libbing way too much yeah seems, they, they i
1: mean just, yeah there was would,
0: a scene there was a scene where he's like you know uh, you should watch this movie or whatever or she was like that, or he was like that, and she's like, I don't have a VCR, and he's like, I'll get you one. And I'm like, what? How does it even, what?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it, it's like they're on the screen, it's like an inside joke. It kind of made me feel like, when they're acting and ad living, they're kind of just like, man, fuck everybody in this movie, fuck all the dopes watching movie, fuck she- Shelley Duvall for paying for it. It's like, it's it's all a big joke on everybody. That's what I, that's the sense I get when they're on screen together. They're just fucking around being goofy. And it's just like, wow, we got to sit through all
1: of this. Now, here's a little bit of it. It's not, I don't know if this is the... She's in her garage trying to figure out if she wants to tackle the, gra- the trash can. Hi. Hey, next time, keep your hand up. That big can on the right there almost juked you.
2: How do you know where I live and where I work? Privileges of membership. Screepy. Or invasion of privacy. I burn.
0: I do not chop.
1: Hey, man, here's, here's a little
0: more.
1: Might as well
0: run. It sounded like Tom was uh, was borrowing Hanzo's uh, little wooden device there for a second. <laughs> yeah.
1: Man, that kitchen's 90s.
2: Not that it's any of your business.
1: Boy, you act like that and I'll change my mind again. About what? About helping you out. Like you said, revenge is sweet.
2: I knew I couldn't be wrong about you. We're like two peas in Podsville. Ugh.
1: You me again? There we go. Yeah,
2: we're alike, you and me.
1: Troublemakers. You actually thought something nice about me.
2: Uh.
1: Women are really into smiles, and I got a pretty damn good one. No coffee stains or nothing, just a little overbite.
2: Well, you know, if I was shopping for a horse, teeth might really be an issue, but I just want you to show us how to throw a ball.
1: She says as she stares at my dimples.
2: Can we get down to it? Hey, anytime. Yes. I talk- so am I. Football, would you stop it?
1: Okay, all right. Yeah, okay, oh, all right. Oh, God. I just stirred my mouth a lot. A A lot. Oh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, that go. There's several scenes like that in the movie. Oh, no. and it just is so cringeworthy. Um, and I'll say this: Tom Arnold looks like a bigger dude than I would have thought he was. He looked really tall. He he either that or she's really short. Or they wanted him to look tall because he used to play football, so they could have done,
0: you know. They could have given him some like uh, some uh, lips or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: she could just be really short. I didn't think about that. So. Oh. Anyway, um, so he's gonna coach the ladies, and they slowly recruit all the ladies in town. Like there's a lady works at the butcher shop who's built like, a, built like a house. And uh, the male lady and the yeah, and so they find and they find the like the one soccer mom person is like a good quarterback. So they go get her, and they go hit up like the jazzercise place. That lady is a character actor as well. Yeah, and there's one, the perky lady who's, like, the aerobics constructor. And, again, this is a family she, she is, yeah,
0: she is, she is, like, she is, like, a
1: married-to-children regular. Yeah, she's, the like, the goofy, ditzy, blonde girl that shows up in a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. And she's in movies. She may have been in the police academy as well. But, um. Teresa Ganzel. There you go. Um, how weird that that name? Does sound familiar? Um, is better
0: known as a recurring cast member of The Tonight Show, starring Johnny Carson. She replaced the late Caroline as the matinee lady in the popular Tea Time movie skits. Yeah. Oh, here you go. She has several stereotype, parentheses, ditzy, books, and blog bimbo roles, and such films as The Toy, with Jackie Gleason and Richard Pryor. Yes, yeah, that's, that's it. Uh, National Lampoon's movie Madness. Why is that in there? Transylvania 65,000?
1: Oh, yep, that one too. I do. It's the toy. That's where her from. The toy. Um, so she's in there. And she, the, she's still getting work too, actually. Yeah, I imagine she's been in a lot of stuff. Um, the big and again family movie, but they make so many jokes about her having fake boobs. Uh huh. Um, they're like, oh, those don't look right. I told you they weren't real. Um, the cat Oh yeah, and they were taking a shower. Yeah, and then she, like, drops her towel, and they're like, oh, my God, look at her. They're so great. And then they're like, I told you, Colleen Camp's kind of like the gossip. Uh, uh,
0: I'm glad Roseanne got her towel at the tarp store. Oh,
1: boy. <laughs> it's just it's going. <laughs> it's just, I can't stop. I won't stop. <laughs> um, so we got that right. <laughs> Let's see here. We got... Um, God, there's just a whole point in this movie where everything just kind of doesn't matter anymore. Um, the team gets together, they practice, they're not good, they get better. The insurance lady, uh, who kind of was subversive to everything, is like, you never even asked me to be on the team. And, yeah, one of the one of the ladies got sick and they couldn't play. They're like, oh no,
0: it's not going to happen, and just out of the
1: blue... And so Roseanne's like, well, you could play. And she's like, oh, I don't know. You didn't ask me. And then all of a sudden, they're all buddies, and everybody likes her.
0: Yeah, well, it's, and, oh, God, the practicing that they had was just so ridiculous.
1: And they're practicing, and the, meanwhile, the coach for the the Suns team is like, oh, they're starting to get kind of good. I better coach, like, he wasn't going to coach them before, and he's like, I better coach them. And so he's coaching the boys, and. All this goes on is very lighthearted. Meanwhile, uh, Johnny Galecki, Tim, I got reluctant to call him that, but Tim likes one of the boys. His sister is like a cheerleader.
0: Oh, that's the weird thing, right? Like this whole story where like he starts
1: hanging out with this other family, right? Like he doesn't have a great family structure, so he like kind of is that he's that kid that everybody knows kind of hangs out at his friend's house all the time. He's always there for dinner. yeah. Which is not that uncommon. Has that ever been a thing? That has been a thing. We used to... I, um, I'm trying to... I mean, to a certain extent, um, a little bit in high school, Andy kind of lived at my house. Oh, uh, uh, Gonzo Andy, right? Gonzo Andy lived in my house. Yes. Uh, he
0: is the other correspondent.
1: Yes, so he kind of lived in
0: my
1: house. He's the man on the streets. He, he's the man on the streets up north. Um... So, Gonzo and Andy lived at my house for a bit, and in grade school, I had a couple friends who were always over, so... I used to go over to this other guy's house. You might have been the kid. Yeah, I used to a lot, and then I stopped. There's usually somewhere it stops, but... So he's always over there, and it's like, oh, that's nice. At least he has friends. But it's, it's really pissing his mom off. Well, and he's starting to get the hots for one of the girls there, too. Well, she's like, he's he does stop going over there for a while. And the precise reason is she's like, oh, you're here all the time. I don't know why you'd want to be here. It's almost like you're a brother, and that's too bad. And he's wah, like, wah, wah. he's like, well, I don't want to be here anymore.
0: Um, well, I can understand why he didn't talk to her mom about it because of the dumb choice she's making in this movie with
1: Tom Arnold. Yeah, so anyway, she's running around doing the football thing. He's over there. Everything's going along swimmingly, plot-wise, like predictably. She's they're practicing and adding people, and she's getting closer to Tom Arnold and blah blah blah. And at one point, they're having like a nice birthday over there at the house, and he's well, no, happy. it's
0: his birthday, and he's having dinner over there. And uh, She comes over there, and she starts.
1: She's like, "They're not your family." That now makes more sense okay yeah because it was his birthday and That's they true. bought him a cake and she was doing his birthday without his mom and she had set up a nice little thing for him which, oh. which fuck the parents on that by the way they should have said something they should have said oh do you want to stay and she's like no I don't want to stay you're going to celebrate my kid's birthday well which no meant- but
0: like the fact that they got him a cake on his birthday it was either he lies and says, I'm my mom later or, yeah. or like the, the, those yeah.
1: parents are just dumb if I was that Tim, I would have played it that way. I would have said, like, yeah, I'm going to do something with my mom tomorrow, but you can do something for me. Um, that's yeah. how I worked it. Um, but you got to make sure your mom's not going to come over and drag you out by your ass and embarrass you in front of your girlfriend, you know, potential girlfriend. Crush. Yeah, so she comes over, embarrasses him in front of his crush, drags his ass home. He's all mad. And then we get the fucking drama piece with absolutely no of dr- drama the, the lifetime movie scene let's see if oh hang on we're gonna i have to put this in because god it's awful and it kind of came out of nowhere that's the other kicker it's like okay we've established his dad's dead he's not happy i having trouble adjusting okay here we go we'll start it here
2: this isn't your family
1: yeah see that was out of nowhere
0: and then everybody's like oh I want, him, you come home with me. No.
2: No, I want you to come here. Who do you think you are to treat me like this? Oh, you don't want to talk. Fine. Because I've got stuff to say anyway. Number one, I don't want you eating at the Dooley's anymore. This is your home. You get the picture? And I don't want you to ignore me like I'm some kind of leper or something. I am your mother. And it is not a take it or leave it proposition you owe me some respect and finally if you ever pull the kind of crap that you pulled over there here we go Now i'm not gonna pretend like everything's back to normal again because it isn't and it hasn't been ever since your dad
1: died Uh, i'm I'm not
2: going to talk about this you need to talk about it no we don't you have to i can't why because it hurts
1: oh god man i'm stopping there i can't anymore oh and they go on, and they re- they patch things up, and they go get Mexican food, and blah 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 blah. Back to the normal, goofy TV movie story. Um, shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> snarf snarf. Shit. Um, and I, I'll have the note that I, I was very reluctant to jump in on this movie.
0: Uh, uh, yeah. Just uh, I I. Uh... I he apologized won- ahead of time, and I did not reveal the title uh, for the, uh, the the way he acquired it. And, uh, and you got about a minute in, and you're like, you texted me, like, no.
1: No, nah, I'm back. I mean, it has been bandied about that this movie may prop up at some point in time, but you never think it's going to happen to you. And then <laughs> it happens. And, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then it happens to you, and I'm trying to see if there's a. Yeah, where do they stick that god awful song in here? Well, while
0: you're looking for that, yes. All I gotta say in the next scene, you got Tom Arnold in shorts.
1: Ugh, coat shorts. Ugh. <laughs> it's in here somewhere. Back. There.
0: Well, while you're looking, like, so the kicker to the end of that scene is like, what do you want to do? He's like, I want to go get tacos, right?
1: Yeah.
0: And then they leave, and then they pan into the kitchen, and it's got all this like decked out celebration stuff.
1: Here, did it look kind of girly? I thought it looked kind of girly. But But it might.
0: She spent all this time decorating, and then like they're not having it. Yeah, and I mean she had to explain that when they got home, I'm sure. So
1: they skipped over that. No,
0: she's probably go to bed, and then she ate all the cake herself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just keeps going. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Do they play the stupid song in the football (laughs) games? Okay.
0: All right, no, hold on, hold on one second. Hold Sorry, on. it
1: was just, it was just fast forwarding. Yeah.
0: All right, so, like, this is where the scene kind of takes a turn for me, uh, or this movie. Um, I, I was kind of sick when I watched it, and I, I don't know if it was the drugs that took that kicked in at the time, or, or if it was just the movie itself. But there were actually some things that I enjoyed thoroughly. During the actual game, so so
1: that said, yes, let's get to the game. All right, getting to the game. Um, what were your high spots of the game? Uh, the
0: kid just yeah. said "Nance" instead of "Mom" and then told her to wreck him. <laughs> I was
1: yeah. like what? Yes, yeah, true. It. It's like, get in there, Mom. There's this. The little- uh, the
0: coin toss. The coin toss. All the kids wear earrings, and all the mothers got mad
1: because of that, and they started nipping at him. It was, it was, that was pretty funny. That was a pretty good bit. in the mo- And Roseanne goes over to her son. She's like, what did you do? And he's like, I didn't want to do it. They wanted to do it for Team Unity. He's um, like, I knew I could bite him in the ass. But,
0: you, but know. you know, the one thing that really put this movie over for me, like, I think looking back, maybe just the game would be worth it. But it came out of nowhere. It made sense what happened is when all the dads showed up as
1: cheerleaders. <laughs> that was kind of funny actually <laughs>
0: cuz they were just acting goofy cheerleaders and they had like coconuts in their shirts and stuff uh. like that and it wasn't it wasn't cuz I'm a dude I'm like yay yeah, men but it was because it made sense right like if the if they're not going to play football they're going to be the cheerleaders
1: then at least they had enough personality to get together and come up with that idea. Oh the weird thing, and I'll give them credit for this, this is actually a clever point, is like then she's raising ruckus about having the game be mothers versus sons. Yeah. A bunch of the dads are like, you know, I don't really want to play that game because Yeah, like, yeah,
0: because it's like I'm so sore the next day. They're
1: like a kid's had time shoes for a week. Let her if the moms want to play it, let them do it.
0: Yeah. So I like I like how they duff not protest much.
1: They're just like, Yeah, I don't want to get hurt. Yeah, cause and as I, you know, and as I get to be, you know, in my going on to the closer, closer to forty than thirty, yeah, I, I get it. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to get hurt.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so well, and that, and they've been playing it for the uh, for a couple of years. So they're like, yeah, they, like, were, they know what it's ankles,
1: like. My ankle's finally healing up, and he's like, God, I got to play this game again. So they're like, yeah, let them. And so progressively, as they go on, the one guy, because the one guy's holding the line at the one party, he's like. <laughs> They're like, I can't believe they're going to do it. And they're like, I think it would be good if they did. They're like, I don't want to keep getting hurt. And then there's one guy who's like a videographer. Oh, God.
0: The Dooley's. Yeah, the
1: The Dooley family. The dad has a video camera, and he tapes everything. Just like my
0: dad. That was my dad,
1: by the way. Yeah, did step in for, you know, Gonzo Mike's dad.
0: Yeah, and uh, I still needed. My dad gave me a tape of one of those, so I need. I need
1: to. He narrates all the
0: plays. Yeah, I need to. Uh, I'll. I'll tell you what. The next time I make a uh, trip, wink, wink.
1: Uh,
0: I think you have a camcorder that can play it. I do
1: probably. Um, I'll. I'll have to bring that with me. Uh, I've got my. I have one little tape of my own that I'll bust out. Uh, probably come next Halloween. Yeah. All right. Well, that said, so.
0: We're already reminiscing and talking of memories of stuff, and it's like this it's all
1: because the the football game happened, and the dads showed up as cheerleaders. And, and yes, that's the big thing is they, and not just like they, not just like they're cheering. They come dressed as ladies with like coconuts <laughs> in their shirts.
0: They tried to do a pyramid and they, they fell on to, their ass. <laughs> they all fall. They all fall on their ass and like oh
1: my back, you dumb. <laughs> Yeah, so I really, I thoroughly enjoyed that. It's, there's a little, just a smidge of charm in this movie.
0: You know, and it's because Roseanne wasn't in frame.
1: Oh, which, God. I mean, you need a big lens for that anyway, but... Uh, where is the... <laughs> uh, I'm just looking for the pyramid fail, because that was a good bit. And you can hear them all grumble. Let's uh, see. Yeah. A... Oh, anyway. So, it doesn't matter. It yeah, doesn't matter no it matters <laughs> so um so then we get the coup de
0: gras. we get the icing on the cake we get we get we get probably the only reason like we'll give our reviews and this would be the only reason to really watch this movie um and it really dates this movie cuz you could tell when it happened after this one bit give me a second i i'll find it it's coming up tim, tim knows tim knows what it is
1: Oh,
0: I would say look for. A... Let
1: me just let me just turn down the volume. You know, you know what I'm talking about, right? I know exactly what i are talking about. It'll be good.
2: Got it's like
1: right before they get to the game. Uh huh. And um, so before you can play, there is a there is
0: a fast zoom on Roseanne's face and bowl.
1: Um, and a total like break the fourth wall kind of thing. Um, yeah. because at a junior high mothers versus sons game there is nothing more important than our country's national anthem um, so you're hearing a lot of cheer chatter in the background, don't worry about that so they go out um, they do the coin toss and it occurs right after the coin toss as mentioned, where they all get mad and um She's making him the coach, blah, 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 blah. She was kind of the coach before. She makes Tom Arnold the coach. They're dating or whatever. All right. It's coming. You're actually kind of getting a
2: little...
1: I There's weird, creepy... Oh, here, here come the dad. Say hey, a second. I mean, if they're there, i got to have to stop and let them come in. It kind of reminds me of like Revenge of the Nerds a little bit. Yeah, so, okay, they come in, here come the moms. And this town is way into this game for some reason. And let me emphasize, we should emphasize again it's tackle football with your mom. That was the earring reveal, the ding, 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 ding. It's coming. And the one lady who's going to sing the national anthem is so busy yelling at her kid that she loses her voice. There we go. All right, here We need a volunteer.
2: me sing the national anthem
1: I don't think so. Well, tell it like like pan right into her face.
2: Wah, 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 wah. they might
1: as well put that in there.
0: Oh, I kind of feel like that that's the reason this movie was made.
1: Um that was in there. Anyway, football guys and coconuts and whatever. No, you really want to get through this movie? Oh, it just it, <laughs> it penalized my eyes. Um, All right. So basically, um, the mothers won. The mothers win. Uh, it goes down to four seconds. They get a fumble, and then they do a trick super duper. Looper Statue of Liberty play, <laughs>
0: wow. and you're uh, dusting off that nut too, aren't
1: you? <laughs> well, you know you got to do some callbacks for the longtime fans, <laughs> fan, I should say. all um, right, right, right. right, Okay, so oh, they, and
0: then then the song comes in, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. There's it, it. It was in several times throughout the movie, but so they got a score first some fast forward. They fake it. <laughs>
0: The motion. <laughs> <laughs> they score.
1: Okay, so that song is in there, and it's more than likely it's going to end this episode. but it's Backfield oh, Motion's name of the song. Oh, good. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It shouldn't. Yeah, okay, so there's right. a song. You can go look it up. It's called Backfield Motion. It's awful. Um, it's catchy as hell, but it's awful. And it's all football penalty metaphors, except at the end of that last line, they say, strike three, you're out.
0: It's
1: like, what? So they're mixing sports metaphors just to... Oh, God. Anyway, it's not in there. Um they win uh, the mothers win uh, The town goes crazy everybody's friends and hugging each other um, Johnny Galecki gets the girl and like they full tilt kind of well they age. dropped they forgot the
0: story right
1: they just kind of like
0: they like that was the problem I had with that. it's like all of a sudden it's like that story is forgotten for a long while yeah and, and it was like oh they just kind of and then the, at the end I guess yeah maybe
1: at the end he get the girl comes over and just starts making out with him and it's kind of gross because they're both kind of young yeah like i thought she'd come over and kiss him but they're like open mouth fucking tonsil hocking it it's gross um and meanwhile uh roseanne and tom share stuff and
0: uh, the grossest kiss.
1: Anyway, then that's the end of the movie. And the other coach is even like, Oh, you scamp, you beat us. You know, Even though the like, two coaches hate each other. Anyway, uh,
0: and then I was like, Ice bath times 100, please.
1: And they hit him with Gatorade, and that's the end. Of the that piece of... Ugh.
0: That piece of work? <laughs> yes, it? that
1: piece of cinematic work. Yes. Um. Anyway... So that's backfield in motion, which there was a. I can't say it's like when I first started watching the very beginning of it, it's really hard to watch. There's the dad cheerleaders did brighten my day a little bit. I will say that mm-hmm. um, the song is awful, and it's um, there's it, there's one spot where like the mom totally like just squashes her son on the ground and he kind of looks like he's injured. That was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh,
0: other
1: than that, the game was. It just it probably me. It's an hour and a half. There was a lot of there was a lot of clock watching on this one, so if you want to stick in the sports metaphor world. Uh, anyway, so that is backfield in motion, and uh, and Tim now hates me. Well, no, I mean I have picked my share of doozies. I did reference the Super Looper. We did watch that weird computer crime scandal Christian movie which uh-huh. still baffles me a little bit. Um, but anyway, we were due for another stinker, so... Um,
0: and I delivered.
1: Um, and I'm trying to think. I know I think like, our other person was responsible for Shanghai Surprise, but... oh, That one is more disturbing because it actually had a budget and shit. Oh,
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, we just played you
1: the best parts of the movie. I mean... It's it's a long hour and a half, um, unless you, I mean there, it is weird because it kind of looks like a John Waters movie because it's so '90s. Yeah, um, it's very hot pink and bright whites and tight shorts. Ugh. Oh, yeah. and bad boy earring '91. I'm wearing a earring and a leather jacket, so I'm the bad boy yeah, guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Junior, just I mean put it this way: here's your premise. She moves to a town and she starts a new tradition of a junior high football team playing their mothers. You know, yeah. they,
0: you know what they need to be doing?
1: I don't know. Going to a
0: flea market.
1: Oh, yeah. they should. I could have watched people at a flea market for like a whole hour. Uh, <laughs> so
0: that's where I found this. I think I found, I forgot what flea market I found it at. I
1: don't but know if you found that in in Wichita or Texas. I don't know either. It, who knows? God knows where a treasure like this would be hiding.
0: I um, I saw Roseanne. On, it might have been a Goodwill in Mission Kansas could is where it might have
1: been. It could have been, it, God knows, from the depths of Valhalla. It came oh shit. At the devil's table at the flea market. Um, so, this is a flea market find. Uh, as you know, is a long-time listener, so many of you, um, wow that we're somewhat fond of flea markets from all Uh, the gonzo Christmases, the Gonsmases.
0: uh, Yeah, you know, and and for me, ever since I moved to uh, the South South studio, um, I haven't found a true flea market around here. Uh, I've been to Goodwill, Half Price Books, you know, Thrift Town... Stuff like that, but not 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 like a true flea market in a sense where you would have multiple booths of people selling their wares, and you can browse through, eat crappy food, and then maybe find a gym here or there, and maybe even haggle um, so so, um, so in part of our American celebration, there's nothing more American than a flea market. And uh, that will happen this
1: weekend. There, um, The funny thing is with that, uh, this previous weekend, I was out and about, and I was going to a special half price books clearance sale, which they, apparently they do in a lot of locations, uh, semi, uh, probably quarterly, I would guess. And they take all their shit that they can't bear to give up space in the store for, and they go get, like, a convention center room or a hotel, you know, banquet room or something. And they set up a big bunch of rows of tables. And they categorize everything. But after that, there's no more order to it. And they'll basically put out a thing that says it's everything's two bucks or less.
0: Yeah.
1: And so I went to check that out, which was very near a flea market near the... Um, Less further south, Gonzo Studios. And <laughs> Not say
0: south south, but the South Gonzo Studios. Just
1: the South Gonzo Studios. Uh, we were formerly Central Northern Gonzo Studios, but that is
0: we're really world wide. I mean, we used to have
1: a correspondent in Nigeria. We do, and, and technically we still do. We just he's been lost. Um, well, well, yeah. He was lost to lost. <laughs> he's been pa- lost. He's been lost, and perhaps someday he'll resurface. But we never know those things. But uh, so. Anyway, in the south, studio, south area, I uh, was going to go to the A True Flea Market, which is up this way. And it was very close to where they're doing this uh, half price book sale. I went there and I was thinking I wouldn't find what I was looking I was actually looking for comics. And I figured under two bucks means the comics have to be cheap. And they were. And uh, they were somewhat plentiful. Uh, they were in no order whatsoever, they were in boxes underneath folding tables. And so I sat my ass down. There were about two long rows of them. And so there's a long row of folding tables, and another long row of folding tables. And then underneath the tables, they had two, like a row facing one way and a row facing the other way on one side, and the same on the other. And I went through every single box and flipped through them. And there's a very particular set of comics I've been looking for. Um, if you know me on various social media outlets, you know what I like. Um, but that would be this early, yes. late, early 90s Justice League International run that DC did with the most, I, most people would say that can't possibly be the Justice League. And it wasn't called Justice League of America. It was called Justice League America. It's because they also had Justice League Europe. Um, and they did a storyline called Justice League of Antarctica. Uh, I'll get off my comic nerd box in a minute. But anyway, the Justice League consisted of like Martian Manhunter, Booster Gold, Blue Beetle, uh, Fire, Ice. Um, a, a rotating cast of people Mr. Miracle and it was written by these guys and I should be able to read Giffen and De Matisse uh, or De Mattis, I can't remember which way you say it but they basically got this book and they did something they made it a comedy and so it's a lot of zingers and buddy comedy buddy cop stuff with uh, Booster Gold and um, Blue Beetle two characters that nobody knew about when they put them in the book um, used them, uh, made a thing. They actually have start. Call- they now call them the blue and the gold. That run. They call them super buddies. Um, Guy Gardner's in it. He's a Green Lantern. Uh, it's played a lot for laughs. It's kind of like Scrubs. There's a lot of laughs, but there's some heart in it, and it's really done well. And I've been looking for them and they never turn up, and they never turn up. And they also did a series for Mister Miracle, who's one of the new gods. There's a whole thing about that, but um, never can find Mister Miracles. Never can find this era Justice League stuff. Justice League Europe stuff. And I'm not finding it in these boxes at half price books. There's a lot of shit from the 90s that people didn't want then, and I don't want now. Um, 90s comics are kind of like Rat Poison. Nobody wants it.
0: Uh, (laughs) Uh, Wait, are you saying that Rat Poison has uh, more than four different variant covers
1: that have some kind of foil and gold wrapped around them? I would probably say that... (laughs) If you are a fan of Valiant Comics in the 90s, you can go to any half-price book sale, and you can have your fill. Uh, <laughs> They're shit. Um, and I, luckily, DC has a very distinct logo of that time frame, and I knew what I was looking for. But I'm not finding anything. I'm like, okay, nothing's going to be there. I'm going to head over to the flea market after this event, and I'm going to pick up... There's a GameCube Star Wars game I really want to get because it has the old Star Wars arcade game as an unlockable on it because I'm so cool. And um anyway, I ended up digging through and I go through like the second box, and what happens is, and keep in mind, these comics are in no order, most of them are in shit shape. I come across a set of bad comics, it's Mr. Miracle, and it's actually in consecutive order. Wow. And I'm like, holy shit. Now I have to go through all of these other boxes because there might be something else I want here. So anyway, I come away from, I end up spending three hours going through boxes of comics at half price books. I do not have time to go to the flea market, although I still want to go to the flea market. And I come away with like 85 new comics, not new, but used comics, but new to me. And they were almost all what I wanted. And I mean, I picked, if anybody's going in there looking for DC stuff like I was, it ain't there anymore because I got it all. You You are a true renaissance flea man. I went through. I started with a little pile next to me, figuring I wouldn't find much more. The pile went to a hand basket. The hand basket turned into a cart. Wow! And uh, it was a smaller shopping cart. I don't want to give you know, too much, of it. but anyway, I have these comics. They're lovely. I've read a couple of them. Um, the, just to give you an idea of what the comic is, there's one, and I think this showed up somewhere. Oh, I may have Gonzo guy. I may have the Gonzo guys uh, kick this out, but there's one where Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. Are going to see their friend, Mr. Miracle, who lives with this other woman who is a hero named uh, Big Barda. And they're trying to live a normal life and like run a secondhand shop. And they're knocking on the door and they're peeking through the curtains, trying not to answer the door to let them in. And that was the cover of the book. And then you get in there and they, Booster Gold and Blue Beetle, want to make some money on the side. So they act like they're hero impersonators and they're going to sign autographs to help the store. Uh, what happens is, the, is a bunch of villains find out that they're not impersonators and show up at the store to beat him up. And they tear the whole store all to hell, and uh, Mr. Miracle's wife gets pissed at him, and so they're fighting all the bad guys, and one guy gets knocked loopy, and he stumbles out. And Barda finds him, and she's like, oh, hey, Beetle, the fight's over there. And she picks him up and throws him back into the fray, even though he's been knocked senseless. Wow um there's a lot of little plays like that and then there's a whole thing like where <laughs> i love booster gold bluebill but they um they're bumming around like justice league headquarters and they accidentally mess there's a metaphysical hero named dr fate and they go in his room and they're goofing around and they accidentally transport the entire justice league to hell time there didn't go to the flea market i want to go to the flea market and there's a good one up here. It's an Austin God flea market. They got food. You can find anything you fucking want. Dish soap, you got it. Pets, exotic pets, sure. Furniture, all right. Wrenches, okay. Junk, sure.
0: Man, I wish I had those kind of flea market stories that you have. I don't. Um, I well, like I the one you. like like I remember one that you like out outbid a guy out of the blue, which I thought was pretty cool. Where did I outbid a guy on something? Yeah, someone got really mad because the guy sold it something for you that was
1: really cheap. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was the. Uh, there was a monthly flea market back in the uh, slightly, slightly less further south studios, and uh, I, uh, I did. I picked up some stuff and I got a deal. And the guy selling to me was not the booth runner. It was like his friend, and he cut me a deal on some old Mad magazines. And... <laughs> And when I say cut me a deal, he charged me the fair price for them because they were not worth what they were selling them for. And anyway, he did that. And his buddy comes back and sees me walking away, a happy customer, and is pissed. said, <laughs> uh, so he's like, "What do you mean you sold for that?" He's like, "You should have checked with me." It's like, "Well, you should have been at your booth, dumbass." <laughs> and, uh, so anyway, yes, I did piss off a merchant and that. I was quite pleased with that. Um, I'm saying you're a Renaissance
0: flea man, which, by the way, should be the title of this episode.
1: Well, I did take you to one flea market where there was a man who purported to know anything and everything about toy collectibles. And oh,
0: God. It, yeah, that one's
1: about uh, $10,000. And his pricing for figures was so far off, and it's not that I know what the good price... I don't know what the price is for some figures, but... Um, there is like a most people have an idea within reason okay that's somewhat rare I haven't seen that very often it's probably worth some money it's probably not a $2 flea market pickup yeah, yeah. it may be he's going to ask for $50 how much is that well I've seen him going for $1,200 on the line and no you haven't going, uh,
0: going nowhere you mean <laughs>
1: Yeah, going nowhere. This, the genius that ran this booth also, uh, we had, uh, one of our correspondents was in from the uh, West Studios. And in this case, it was a California studio. And he said, was talking to this blowhard who had no concept of what things cost. And he said, oh, you're from California. And he said, yeah. And he's like, do you know so-and-so?
0: Do you know a specific name person?
1: In California. <laughs> One of the most populous states.
0: <laughs> you know, you know. They say Kevin Smith's is making a Rats sequel. It should be in a flea market.
1: Um, I'm sure they will put the flea market in that sequel, because it was featured somewhat prominently in rats and I almost guarantee you it will be in the, uh, be in the. Uh, main oh sequel. yeah, that's right. Because of the, uh, there's a few fortune they,
0: teller. That's right. Well, they end up
1: going. They get in trouble at the mall, so they're like, Do you want to go to the flea market? Mole and they're like, I don't know, it's kinda trashy and But it's so good it's and good trashy. Energy. So there you go. But um I forgot all about flea marketing now. Um, You're a Renaissance flea man. But I can say without with um, with confidence that the one I have discovered here is freaking humongous. There are both people throwing junk on a like who rented a square of parking lot and are just throwing shit that they found out for sale there are people that have little booths there are people that have storefronts cuz there's some kind of fairground type buildings that people have little storefronts is it uh
0: is it is it open air
1: it is both open air and you can go inside someplace. and when i say go inside i mean like if you kind of like had glorified storage units that you kind of set up as like a shop yeah um, nobody has like doors and stuff. There are some. Yeah, vendors. who believes in
0: doors at flea markets? Well,
1: I mean, there are some. There's a couple eateries there that you can <laughs> go in, um, but they. It's uh, no, it's
0: more hipster to say if it's a food truck.
1: Yeah, there aren't food trucks there though, not in that place. <laughs> no, they aren't. They. Um, the the sign you're at a good flea market, and I, and I don't mean this as a negative especially given our location, if you go to the flea market and you're the only non-Mexican person there, you're in a good flea market.
0: So um, there's a place like that here in South Self uh, headquarters. Yes. Uh, but it's northwest of the city. It's not under the same name as the one that, that you are talking of. Ah. That, that advertises it's all open air, and the music they
1: have is all like
0: Mexican bands every like Friday and Saturday.
1: Um, and they, this place has bands and they have like, um, if you are a RV enthusiast, they have a place where you could, if you were visiting the area, you could like plug in and stay for several weeks. Drain out the shitter and everything? I mean, kind of, it's like an RV park slash, now it's this place is only open on the weekends, but they have, they do have some rides for the kids. How <laughs> safe they are, but they have rides. Um, they have events and things. what's, um, what's the name of the place? This place is called, uh, traders village
0: there is i did a quick uh, uh there's I, several of them
1: they are kind of just a branded flea market basically there, there's one in san antonio yes there's one in san antonio there's one here and the dallas fort worth area and there's another one near houston i believe yes um, so, it's, it's a limited brand texas flea market kind of place it, it, but this way i visited a flea market in san jose california which is which claimed to be the biggest <laughs> The biggest open air flea market in the United States. Uh, sadly, it is gonna that land is so valuable, they're gonna get rid of it. Oh, that is sad. Um, but it was humongous. Um, when item purchased there was a gaming, a, all you know, the gaming systems that plug into your TV that have all the games built into them. Um, basically, it's an emulator with a cord on it. Um, they had one called the uh, Super Cracker, or the Power Cracker. I may have that wrong. And the um, Middle Eastern gentleman selling it said that the game console plug-in had over 700,000 games on it. What? 700,000. No, I'd, I'd
0: knock at least two zeros off of that.
1: Well, and technically, technically, mind you, there were seven hundred thousand games on it. Oh God, not one of those. But they were the same seventy games a hundred thousand times.
0: I uh, I would see the uh, There's a good um, Johntron episode.
1: Anybody who were not seven games a hundred thousand times. Sorry, it was like seventy games ten thousand times.
0: Quick Excuse quick plug for the normal boots YouTube channel in JonTron. That guy is
1: amazing. Oh, those are those are good.
0: That guy's but... amazing. He yeah, he did a bit where he played. A 50 cart in one game, and it was just, I, I feel the pain. I can see it and
1: feel it. The um, the Powercracker, to its credit, had some weird freaking games on there. There was a knockoff Super Mario Brothers, and there was one called Circus Charlie, which <laughs> is both, nightmare, both in the realm of nightmare and fascinating. Um, enough that it was played a lot. Uh, anyway uh that said there's the san jose flea market which is huge and is still there for the time being this is the closest i can this is damn near as big as the san jose flea market if not it may be very well be the same size i don't think it's bigger but it is of the breadth and uh random scope of said flea market so the one that's in the south south studios
0: uh their website advertised that they were number eight on uh, Travel Channel's top ten world's best flea markets. So surely the one here has to be at least tied. For that. I think. I think what really uh, what we really have to do is correspond. We need to do some hard journalism and actually go out and seek these out and do do some research on it. Yeah, we're gonna
1: have to uh, personally visit these and uh, see what all the hubbub's about. Starting this weekend. Starting this weekend. Um, because Gon- what's
0: what's what's more American?
1: Gonzo investigative Independence Day road trip slash Investigator report. Yeah. So and that does about does it, doesn't it? I think so. That yeah. that is the uh, the big find. Um, there was I see I was going to talk about that the flea markets. Oh, the contests, the contests. Mm-hmm. Um, um vote vote in those things you keep that we're bludgeoning you with on social media so we try to keep the pictures fun so and vote a lot vote often and early all the time god's, god's guys.com uh, survey, survey monkey. monkey you can go to Wilson. the survey monkey link if you don't want to go to the website but we write we, there's a lovely write-ups about each contest on there mm-hmm. so you should go to the website and uh survey monkey um phrase that pays couple duck alert anybody sends that to us I got a I got a gift waiting that is just awesome. So couple duck alert. At this point it's probably just Rod listening, so send me something, Rod, that says couple duck alert. There you go. That's, That's all good, i got. Yes. And with that, I think I know what we're going out on. Yes! We're yeah. here! Uh
0: couple duck alert! Couple of duck alert. Flea markets! Flea markets. Yes! It's <laughs> America! A... Mezcal Tequila! Tom Arnold!
1: <laughs>
0: Overpriced Star Wars figurines! Yes, anything. anything we've mentioned that we would hope out don't and send to the document? It's a California Correspondence. Yes. <laughs> that guy from the Big Bang Theory. The guy from the Big Bang Theory. We Shelly. You know,
2: we are yeah.
0: On. That's right. Until next time, you can fast forward Roseanne, but don't yeah. you fucking fast forward Neil Diamond.
1: No.
0: Yeah,
2: you can fast forward the movie, not this song. Or yes. They come into America
1: today. today!
2: Make our bed and we'll say our grace. Freedom's like burning warm. Freedom's like burning warm. Everywhere around the world, they come into America. Every time. That flags unfurled They come into America Got a dream to take them there They come into America Got a dream they got to share the ice sea Of the ice sea